It's new. It's amazing. It's Prell. P-R-E-L-L. Prell shampoo. Yes, Procter & Gamble's new radiant cream shampoo in the handy tube. Prell brings you the life of Riley. Prell, the shampoo that removes unsightly dandruff, leaves hair radiantly lovely, presents... The Life of Riley, with William Bendix as Riley. Today, we are privileged to observe a new phase in the life of Chester A. Riley. We see him as a political candidate. It seems he's running for the office of president of the freshman class at UCLA. Of course, it's really his daughter, Babs, who is the candidate, but to hear Riley talk, you'd never know it. Now, the way I figured this campaign, Peg, the first thing to do is size up my opponent, this Helene Bidwell. Oh, Riley, I'll... Helene Bidwell's not your opponent. This isn't your campaign, and you're not running. Babs is running, so please stay out of it. Stay out of it? You're forgetting she's my daughter. Well, she's my daughter, too. Well, okay, so I own 50% of her, and I'm getting my 50% elected. <laughs> But what do you know about politics? What do I know about... Didn't I work with B.L. Feeney in the last city election when he ran Anderson for mayor? Wasn't I his right-hand man? <laughs> it was a fine candidate you worked for, that Anderson. A crook. He was a great candidate. Well, then why didn't people vote for Anderson? Because we had no money in our campaign fund. <laughs> Anderson skipped town with it. But I learned plenty from Feeney, the big boss, and I got a campaign worked out for Babs. Now, she doesn't need your help, so please don't interfere. Now, Babs is smart, and she's very popular, and she'll win the election if you'll just leave her alone. Yeah, well, maybe you're right. Babs has a good head on her shoulders. After all, she got her brains from me. <laughs> oh, I thought she got her looks from you. Well, yeah, them too. <laughs> oh, she's a lucky girl. Was that you, Babsy? Hello, Daddy. Hello, Mother. Well, what's the matter, dear? You seem so upset. Oh, Mother, I've as good as lost the election. What do you mean you've lost the election? Oh, that Helene Bidwell. She got her father to help her. Oh, well, don't you worry, Babsy. Your father will help you. But, Dad... Anything old man Bidwell can do, I can do better. Just name it. He gave Helene $100 for campaign expenses. <laughs> Name something else. hundred dollars? Well, he's the president of the Merchants Bank. He can afford it. And Helena's throwing parties and handing out cigarette cases to the boys and compacts to the girls. But that ain't fair. He... That Bidwell, I'll get even with him. I'm drawing out every cent I have in his bank. You don't have any money in that bank. Well, I'll put some money in and then I'll draw it out. <laughs> Babsy, it doesn't necessarily mean you'll lose the election. Oh, I haven't got a chance now. The election's tomorrow, and... Oh, what's the use? Well, don't you give up, Babs. I'll help you. How can you help me, Daddy? You haven't any money. Excuse me. Oh, Peg, I see it all now. See what? I'm a failure. Here I am, 39 years old. I worked hard all my life, and the one time my kid really needs my help, I can't do nothing for her. Oh, don't blame yourself. Well, it just goes to show you ain't got a chance unless you're rich. Oh, why wasn't I born rich? Well, there are other ways of getting rich besides being born rich. Yeah, you're right. Oh, why didn't I marry a rich woman? 
Peg, I gotta help Babs. Well, there's nothing you can do. There must be something. This is a tough spot. I wonder what Mr. Feeney would do in a... Feeney. Why didn't I think of him before? He'll come up with an angle. Now, don't be silly. This is only a college election, and he's a professional politician. Why should he help Babs? He'll help her. I know him from way back in the old days in Brooklyn. And one thing about Feeney, he always does favors for anyone who voted for his candidates. And Babs voted for one of them when she was only six years old. <laughs> You bet your sweet life I will. Many's the time you've helped me swing an election back in the old days in Brooklyn. Yeah, those were the good old days. <laughs> yeah. Hey, remember the time I ran for alderman in the fourth ward and the opposition threw that big picnic near the zoo and I gave you orders to break it up? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I dressed in a rented gorilla costume and ran through the picnic grounds roaring. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody made a move. They just stood there laughing at you. <laughs> Then I got sore and took off the costume. And then everybody ran. <laughs> yeah, those were the days. Well, let's get down to business, Riley. Yeah, I hope you can help me, Mr. Feeney. My little girl has got to win this election. Don't you worry, Riley. We'll put it over. Tell me, what's her campaign slogan? Slogan? Well, I don't think she's got one. Oh, that's bad. Can't yeah. get the votes without a slogan. Something to rally the voters. Now, let's see. We want something up the minute, huh? Yeah. Got it. Vote for Babs Riley and get a new Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> Can't miss. No, 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 I don't think that's quite right. You see, we ain't in Brooklyn, we're in California. Besides, it's a college election. Yeah, you... maybe you're right. But don't you worry, Riley, we'll get it. We'll get the right slogan if it takes us all week. Yeah, but there's no time. Today's the registration of the voters and tomorrow's the election. Tomorrow? Yeah. Well, what are we fooling around with a slogan for? We'll have to do something drastic. Get out that vote! And I think I got a little idea. Yeah, what, Mr. Feeney? You leave everything to me. I'll get some of my uh, uh, political analysts on the job. Send them down to the campus today. Have them size up the situation. Talk to the voters. Don't you worry. Your kid's as good as elected. Oh, Mr. Feeney, I don't know what to say. Forget it, Riley. Always glad to oblige. No, I'll never forget you for this. I don't care how many people say you're a crook. You're okay with me. <laughs> I mean, uh... <laughs> Same old Riley. Yeah, well, so long, Mr. Feeney. So long. Hey, uh, Mike. You want me, boss? Hey, I got a little job for you. There's an election tomorrow for the president of the freshman class at UCLA. Hey, that's a college. I don't like college work ever since I got nabbed at Vassar putting a fix on the girls' hockey team. Yeah, well, it's a little out of our line, but an election's an election, you know. They're registering the voters today, so here's what I want you to do. Get some of the boys together and get down there to that campus. All right, next, please. Is this where you get your ballot for the freshman election? That's right. What's your name and course? Susan Ratmill, Science. Here's your ballot. George McIntosh, Arts. Here you are. Louise Thompson, Music. Here you are. All right, next. Hybrid Van Dyke, the third architecture. Here you are. Mervyn Leroy, science. Here's your ballot. Pardon me. You'll have to get in line. Oh, I, I don't want a ballot. Is Babs Rally around here? Uh, yes, I think I saw... Oh, there she is, over there. Huh? Oh, yeah, thanks. Oh, Babs! Babs! Oh, all right, next, please. Hurry Babs. on now. Here I am. Daddy, what are you doing here? I just came to tell you that everything's going to be okay. My friend Mr. Feeney put some of his political analysts on the job. It's in the bag. Well, 
What's he doing? Well, I don't know, but he's got an angle. Don't you worry. You just leave it to Feeney. Well, well, listen, Daddy. There's something funny going on. Yeah, what do you mean? I think Helene Bidwell's pulling some kind of trick. Yeah? You see that man in line there? Where? The one with the check sport jacket? Oh, yeah. What about him? Well, let's go up closer to the desk. You'll see. All right. All right. Next. Hurry along, please. Next. She shall Megatroid Cantwell. Journalism. Here you are. Next. Daddy, did you see him? Yeah. I'm sure he's not a freshman. I've never seen him around. No, but I have. I've seen that face somewhere before. Daddy, look. Uh, I knew it. Look, he's getting in the line again. Yeah, well, I'll have a little talk with him. I'll be right back. Hey, you. Oh, hi. Ain't I seen you someplace before? Sure. Don't you remember me, Riley? I'm Mike. I work for Feeney. Hey, is that Riley kid yours? Yeah. I didn't get the connection. It's in the bag. This is my sixth time around. I got a pocket full of balance. <laughs> Some of the other boys are scattered around the other lines. They're doing pretty good, too. Nothing to worry about. You mean that you... But you mustn't. That's all wrong. What do you mean wrong? Well, it's crooked. Yeah, I know, but what's wrong? <laughs> all right. All right. Next, please. Get a move on. You're holding up the line. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm next. All right. What's your name? Uh, Maxwell Parkhurst, engineering. Wait a minute. Didn't you get a ballot before? Now, come on. Hand over the ballot. Are you sure you're in engineering? Sure, sure. Engineering. What kind of engineering? Uh, uh, locomotive engineering. <laughs> Wise guy. Daddy, that man's a fake. Now, Babs, don't you make a scene. I'm going to expose Babs, him. Babs, please, don't. You'll be sorry. Listen, everybody. This fella here's been in line more than once. What are you Keep talking quiet. about? For... He's collecting other people's ballots. Babs, don't. And he's probably being paid by Helene Bidwell. Get out of here, you crook. Well, that's gratitude. Here I've been standing in line all day and you call me a crook. I ain't working for that Bidwell. I'm collecting these here ballots for you. I quit this here college. Oh, oh Daddy, did you? Oh, excuse me. No, Babs, wait. Babs, wait for me. Now, Babs, listen to Don't me. Don't you dare speak to well, me. But, Babsy. Huh? I never want to speak to you again as long as I live. How could you think of doing such a dishonest thing? But I didn't know. Feeney didn't tell me. I was just trying to help you. I, uh, Babs, wait. Don't leave me alone. She don't understand. But someday she'll be married and have a kid of her own. And then she'll know what it means to be a father. <laughs> We'll bring you the second act of The Life of Riley in just a moment. And now, the glamour girl of 49. I'm Tallulah the tube of proud, and I've got a little something to tell. Your hair can be radiant, oh, so easy. All you gotta do is take me home and squeeze me. I'm Tallulah the tube of proud, and I'll make your hair look swell. It'll shine, it'll glow, so dandruff free for radiant hair. Get a hold of me. Tallulah, the tuba, proud shampoo. Yes, folks, Tallulah's right. Prell, Procter & Gamble's Radiant Cream Shampoo leaves hair more radiant than any soap shampoo. And Prell removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes. Doctor's examinations proved it. For hair radiantly clean, radiantly lovely, Try Prell, your very next shampoo.
Before rejoining Riley, just a word about that new hilarious Life of Riley motion picture that's coming your way soon. You're in for the laugh of a lifetime when you see all your favorite characters, including Digger O'Dell, in the Life of Riley movie starring William Bendix, which opens today in Salt Lake City and New Haven, Connecticut. And now back to the life of Riley, where we find that Riley's life is by no means a merry one, as our hero lurks fearfully outside his back door, afraid to enter, lest he incur the wrath of his wife and daughter. Gee, it's after eight already. I can't stand out here all night. I'm hungry. Well, I'm going in. After all, it's my house. Why shouldn't I go in? I don't care if she does yell at me. I'll yell right back at her. I'm going in. After all, what am I, a man or a mouse? Eight. Just wait till I get a hold of that father of yours. What's wrong with being a mouse? <laughs> Gee, I'm hungry. I wish I had some cheese. No, there's no one out here, Mom. Well, are you sure, Junior? I'm positive that door opened. <laughs> Must have been the wind. Well, as long as you're out there, dear, burn the trash in the incinerator, will you? Okay. Junior? Huh? What? Who's that? It's me, Junior. But Shh. I don't want your mother to hear. Well, why didn't you come home for supper? Well, I, uh, I, I, I was busy. You were scared. I ain't scared of man or beast. But you're scared of mom. Well, well she's a woman. Man or a beast, I can handle. Is she, uh, she very mad at me? Oh, and how? Oh, oh. Where's Babs? In her room. She was crying. Oh. Aren't you going to come in? Not yet. Listen, Junior, I'm starved. Get me something to eat, a sandwich or something. Huh? Sneak it out without your mother seeing. Oh, I can't, Pa. Oh, God, I can't face her on an empty stomach. Well, <laughs> okay, I'll try. Junior, who's out there with you? Um, uh... Say it's our cat. Who's out there, Junior? It's our cat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what cat? We have no cat. You have <laughs> I thought it was you. Peg, so I... you finally showed up. Now listen, Peg. It's a wonder you're not ashamed to show your face. But it wasn't my fault. Do you realize you've just about broken that poor child's heart? She's been in her room all day crying her eyes out. But I didn't I know I told that... you not to interfere. But no, you knew better. You had to go and see that crook Feeney. And you lost the election for her. Why, nobody will vote for her tomorrow. I hope you're satisfied. Well, I wanted to help her. I, I thought if she had a campaign manager, oh, she... come in the house. You forgive me? No. <laughs> I just don't want the neighbors to find out that my husband's a nincompoop. <laughs> now, just a minute. You're going too far. Now you're getting personal. <laughs> just because I don't earn much income, you got no right to call me an nincompoop. <laughs> And I don't like the way... Don't you raise your voice to me. I will if I want to. It's my voice. <laughs> and if you don't like it, you don't have to stand here talking to me. You can leave. Yeah. Well, don't worry. I will leave. Ah, huh? Hmm. Walked out on me, huh? Now, wait till she walks around the streets for a couple of hours and she's dying on her feet. She won't be so hoity-toity. And it's plenty cold outside tonight. But, Pop, you're outside. Mom's in the house. 
What a revolting development this is. must have walked around for hours. Maybe I ought to go home. No, I won't give her the satisfaction. But what am I going to do? I can't go to a hotel. Got no money. Hey, there's Digger O'Dell's place. He'll help me. Huh. There's no light. I hope he's in. Well, I better ring the bell. Maybe I better go home after all. Who's there? It's me, Riley. Is that you, Digger? Yes, it is I indeed. Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. <laughs> what brings you here at this hour of the night? Digger, can I sleep here tonight? Sleep here? But I have no place. Oh, please, Digger, I'm dead. In that case, come in. <laughs> dig up a place for you. Well, thanks, Digger. You see, I can't go home. I had a fight with Peg on a kind of Babs. I'm afraid she's going to lose her class election tomorrow. I asked Feeney to help me. Feeney? Yeah. That board healer? You should have come to me for advice. I'm an expert on politics. In fact, I've just returned from Washington, where I've been lobbying for the UEPBTLM. U-E-P-B-T-L-M? Yes, the undertakers, embalmers, and pallbearers back to the land movement. <laughs> we believe that every citizen is entitled to his own plot of ground. And we won't give up until we put him there. Well, I'm sorry now I didn't come to you. You should have. Everybody comes to me eventually. <laughs> Because when I get behind a man and give him a push, he gets in by a landslide. <laughs> Once the city was overrun by vice, and I ran on the citizen's reform ticket for mayor, I lost in spite of my wonderful slogan. What was your slogan? Vote for Digger. He'll put the lid on. <laughs> I'll never be able to face Babs. Oh, if there was only some way she could still win. Well, tell me, Riley, what is her platform? What has she promised the voters? Well, I, I don't know. She, uh... Oh. Digger, you just gave me an idea. If it works, maybe Babs can win yet. Oh, Digger, I'm glad I came here. You put new life into me. Lots of people come here, but you're the first one who's ever said that. <laughs> well, so long, Digger. Aren't you going to sleep here? No, I'd better go home and think this out. Besides, I snore very loud. Believe me, you won't disturb anyone. But if you insist, cheerio, you'd better be shoveling off. Babs? Babs? What is it, Mother? Did your father phone when I was out this afternoon? No, he didn't. Well, I'm worried about him and left the house early this morning without saying a word. And here it is, 7.30, and he's not home yet. I just phoned the plan. He didn't even show up today. Where can he be? I don't know, and I don't care. Now, Babsy, don't talk like that. I know he did an awful thing, but after all, he is your father, and he meant well. 
I'm sorry, but I can't help thinking if he hadn't interfered, I might have won the election. Well, you shouldn't have given up this way. You should have gone to school today. There was still a chance. Oh, I didn't have a chance in the world. Well, all right, dear, let's forget about it. Well, you better get dressed if you're going to that freshman prom. The prom? You don't think I dare show my face at the prom after what happened? And when my date shows up, you can tell him. Hey, hey, where's Beth? Riley, where have you been all day? I've been worried sick. Where's Beth? Oh, oh, there you are. Beth, why didn't you go to school today? Riley, where were you? Where do you think I was? At school, on the campus, campaigning for my little girl. Oh, Daddy, not again. Chester Riley, haven't you done enough damage? Wait a minute, you're hanging an innocent man. Take a look at this paper, the college paper. Here. Oh, let me see. Yeah. Babs Riley elected. Yep. Oh, and by landslide. I won. Brother, Daddy, I won. I can't believe it. I won. Why, Babsy, that's oh. wonderful. Oh, I told you not to give up. Hey, what's all the excitement? Oh, Junior, I won. I was elected. I won. Yeah, and don't forget, I put it over for oh. you. Well, Daddy, what happened? How'd you do it? Brains? Yes, but how did you do it? <laughs> Last-minute tragedy? Oh, oh, Daddy, please tell me. Oh, no, 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 no. That's my little secret. After all, did Truman tell Margaret? Oh. <laughs> Daddy, please, I've got to know. Well, it was a cinch. You should have seen me in action. I went up to this boy, see, and I grab his lapels and I say, Who are you going to vote for? Helene, he says. Got a date for the prom, I says. No, he says. Would you like one with a gorgeous girl? Yeah, he says. I can fix it, I says. Who's the girl, he says. Babs, I says. Now who are you going to vote for? Babs, he says. <laughs> Riley, I, I, I don't understand. You promised one boy a date with Babs, and that swung the election. Who says one boy? Every boy. <laughs> what? Daddy. Are you out of your mind? How on earth Wait did a that... minute, wait a minute. Don't get excited. Don't get excited. It's only an election promise. Who ever heard of a politician living up to his promises? <laughs> but, but I'm going to the prom with George. Suppose they come here and... Oh, worry, they won't. Didn't give them the address. I told each one that you would phone them. And you won't phone them. Now, you go to the prom with George and have a good time... And remember, you owe it all to your daddy. Oh, oh, it's 8 o'clock. I better get dressed. Yeah. Mother, will you give me a hand? Well, all right, dear, but I don't like this whole thing. Oh. <laughs> Ain't that just like a woman, Junior? They never appreciate what you do for them. Yeah, but, Pop, some of those guys, when they find out you tricked them, they might make some trouble. What trouble? The voters are too dumb to make trouble. <laughs> They're dopes. You take it from me, Junior. The, uh, the door. Yeah? Hello, Mr. Riley. I waited for Babs' call, but she didn't phone, so I thought I'd better come over. Uh, but you can't, uh, I mean... Uh, who's at the door, oh, Riley? Uh, uh, nobody, uh, uh, quick. Wait in this room here. Uh, but, Mr. Riley... Oh, what'll I do? Who's that? Sounds like another dope. Hello, Mr. Riley. I waited for Babs. Never but... mind. Quick. I, well, I... Uh, in this room. <laughs> what are you going to do, Pop? Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'll have to tell her. Babs will have to go to the prom with three boys. Four boys. <laughs> How do you do, Mr. Riley? Evening, Mr. Riley. Five boys. They're coming like locusts. <laughs> Another one. Good evening, Mr. Riley. I went. I know. She didn't phone. Junior, put him in the dining room. There's no room. It's full. Oh, well, 
How about the kitchen? Well, that's full, too. Wait, let me see that chart again. Dining room, bedroom, kitchen. Oh, we're all booked up. Junior, start filling up the garage. Hey, who's been ringing our doorbell? It sounds like an army's visiting us. Good evening. Oh, well, who's this young man? Meet one of the privates. What? That's a police car in our street. What's going on out there? Now, Peg, Peg, don't go out. Riley, what are all those cops? Oh. Why, jalopies. And what are all those boys lining up in front of our house? Oh. into this? Well, well, you, you see, Peg, the voters, uh, I promised you, you see... Well, I see, Peg, all oh. right. I told you. What are we going to do now? I wash my hands of the whole affair. <laughs> Babs will have to go with all of them. Oh, I will not. I'm going with George. Babs, wait. Come back here. You killed... Oh, Peg, what'll I do? You got yourself into this. It's your problem. I told you not to interfere. Yeah, I know. I made a mistake. I thought I could trick the voters, but you can't. It's just like Abe Lincoln said. You can fool some of the people all of the time, and you can fool all of the people some of the time, but you, uh, but the, uh, <laughs> how does it end? But there's no fool like Riley. Riley's will return in just a moment. Say, lady, are you a hair fusser, always shampooing and curling so you won't be caught with your hair down? Then get a lovely rain scarf from Prell, the radiant cream shampoo, to protect that favorite hairdo when it rains. Yes, you couldn't look smarter than in one of those gay colored scarves of soft, pliable, rainproof material. And say, they're such a bargain that you'll want more than one. Worth up to 75 cents, you get them for just 25 cents and a Prell carton. That's right. Send your 25 cents and any size Prell carton with your name and address to Prell, Cincinnati, Ohio. Be sure to state your color choice, rose, blue, green, or yellow. Send to Prell, Cincinnati, Ohio for your rain scarf today. This offer good in the United States only. Well, I can't get over it. Of all the crazy things to do, promise all those All right, boys all right, that... that's enough. You don't have to keep telling me. Anyway, I straightened everything out with the boys, didn't I? Now, if we're going in the movies, let's go. No more arguments. All right, get the tickets. Okay. How many, please? Two loges and 56 in the balcony. <laughs> Come on, boys! <laughs> I invite you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley over this NBC station. The Life of Riley, motion picture, starring William Bendix, is now showing in Buffalo, Pittsburgh, New Haven, Salt Lake City, and 200 other cities that like to laugh. Tonight's script is by Alan Lipscott, Reuben Shipp, and Dick Powell. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger O'Dell is John Brown. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. And remember, to get your rainproof rain scarf from Prell, just send your name and address with 25 cents and any size Prell carton to Prell, Cincinnati, Ohio. Be sure to state your color choice, rose, blue, green, or yellow. Remember, that's Prell, Cincinnati, Ohio. This offer is good in the United States only. Wash your dishes with ivory snow. It's safe for hands and speedy too. Lovely hands mean a lovely you. Hi ho, safe in snow. Wash your dishes in ivory snow.
Let your hands tell you why ivory snow is so wonderful for dishwashing. Wash your dishes with ivory snow as millions do. When you see how ivory snow pampers your hands, you'll know it's ideal. It's ivory mild, ivory pure. And remember, it's granulated for speed. No soap made is faster for dishes or kinder to hands than ivory snow. The only soap, both ivory mild and granulated for efficiency. Yes, for speedier dishwashing, for snow white hands, try wonderful ivory snow. And this is Ken Niles reminding you to tune in to this NBC station every Friday night for a full hour of comedy. First, Red Skelton, and then The Life of Riley. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.